0: 2023 MLB All-Star Game snubs, Fernando Tatis Jr., Wander Franco among most egregious misses on rosters. Matt Snyder. Getty Images. The All-Star teams were just revealed with the 93rd Major League Baseball All-Star Game that is set to take place in Seattle's T-Mobile Park on Tuesday, July 11. The National League and American League teams can be viewed here. As is customary upon the release of the initial all-star teams, it's time for complaints. The buzzword is snub. Now, let's be clear that we aren't necessarily saying that there were undeserving choices and let's also remember that a handful of the below players will be added to the rosters in the coming days as injury replacements. Instead, think of this list as a place to find the best players this season who did not or not yet make the all-star team. Presenting, the 2023 MLB All-Snub Team Catcher Patrick Bailey, Giants Really, the catcher selections for both squads this year were correct. Let's give a shout to the switch-hitting rookie in San Francisco, though, as he entered play Sunday hitting .314 with a .542 slugging percentage in his 34 games. Also, Cal Raleigh, Mariners, Francisco Alvarez, Mets First baseman Paul Goldschmidt, Cardinals The 2022 MVP and possible future Hall of Famer is hitting a pedestrian, for him, 0.286-0.375-0.492, but that's plenty good enough for a player of his pedigree to make the All-Star game. Also Luke Rayleigh, Rays, Christian Walker, Diamondbacks, Lamont Wade, Jr., Giants, Spencer Steer, Reds. Second baseman. Kettle Marte, Diamondbacks. The first-place Diamondbacks are sending three players, but Marte would have been a worthy addition. He's got 13 doubles, 4 triples, 15 homers, 44 RBI, 61 runs, 6 steals, and in .867 OPS. Also, Thero Estrada, Giants, Nico Horner, Cubs, Brandon Drury, Angels, Hasson Kim, Padres, Nolan Gorman, Cardinals. Third Baseman Isaac Paredes, Rays He's sporting in .867 OPS with 14 homers and 53 RBI. The Rays have been the best team in the American League all season and have three all-stars, but they certainly could have gotten more recognition here. Also, J.D. Davis, Giants, Alex Bregman, Astros, Rafael Devers, Red Sox, Gunnar Henderson, Orioles, Matt Chapman, Blue Jays, Jamer Candelario, Nationals. Let's also discuss Ellie De La Cruz, of the Reds. He has been mentioned as a snub, and it should be noted that he's only played in 23 games. I do, however, see the argument that selling the stars of the game to casual fans in the Midsummer Classic, and I'd absolutely be okay with him getting an invite via injury replacement. Shortstop Wander Franco, Rays. Here's the biggest snub on the board for me. Franco is hitting 0283 0343 459 and that might not jump off the page, but you have to factor in his exceptional defense at shortstop and his outstanding base running, including 26 stolen bases. His all-around prowess has him second in BaseballReference.com's version of war to just Shohei Otani. He's only 22 and MLB should be marketing the hell out of him. Hopefully, he's an injury replacement. Also, Matt McLean, Reds, Geraldo Perdomo, Diamondbacks, Francisco Linder, Mets. Outfielders Fernando Tatis, Jr., Padres Plenty of people will be pleased that Tatis didn't make the team as he's forever stained from last season's PD suspension. He is, however, an utterly dynamic player on the field and truly one of the most talented players in the world. He's even gotten great in right field despite having only played out there 20 times in 2021. Brandon Nemo, Mets He entered Sunday hitting .282 with a .372 on-base percentage as he continues to be an excellent leadoff man. He's adding power, too, with 12 homers so far, putting him only 5 away from tying his previous career high. Christian Yelich, Brewers This probably happened due to a not very good few months to start the season, but Yellick has really turned it on. In his last 23 games, he's hitting .330-427-568. Along with being 18 of 20 in stolen bases, Yellick would've been a worthy selection. Also. TJ Friedel, Reds, Alex Verdugo, Red Sox, Josh Lowe, Rays, Kyle Tucker, Astros, Lane Thomas, Nationals, Jack Sawinski, Pirates, Ezekiel Duran, Rangers, Brandon Marsh, Phillies. Designated Hitter Masataka Yoshida, Red Sox The 29-year-old rookie is slashing .305-0.377-0.477, 128 OPS plus in his first season stateside. Also, Andrew McCutcheon, Pirates Starting Pitchers George Kirby, Mariners The host Mariners only have one selection in, Luis Castillo, and while I don't think we should bend over backward to stack the roster with players from the host team, anyone borderline should get the nod. Kirby leads the majors in strikeout-to-walk ratio 9.56-1 to and has the lowest walk rate. In his 101 innings, he has a 3.21 ERA and 1.04 whip with 86 strikeouts and 9 walks. Also, Pablo Lopez, Twins, Joe Ryan, Twins, Jesus Lizardo, Marlins, Zach Eflin, Rays, Michael Wacha, Padres, Alex Cobb, Giants, Tyler Wells, Orioles, Blake Snell, Padres, John Gray, Rangers, Merrill Kelly, Diamondbacks. Relief Pitchers David Bednar, Pirates Sure, it's mostly due to a bad division, but the Pirates have hung around in contention most of the season and only have their token representative. It couldn't have hurt to give them another and Bednar has a 1.44 ERA, 0.89 whip and 37 strikeouts in his 31 and 1 3 innings. He's 16 for 17 in save chances. Also. Jason Foley, Tigers, Adbert Alzalea, Cubs. Watch now. The 2023 Major League Baseball season has meandered its way to the midpoint, which means that every team is at or near the 81-game mark of the season. That also means there's half a regular season schedule left to keep it up or figure it out, depending upon each team's current straits. Speaking of which, the halfway point of the season is a fitting occasion for grades, and that's what we're here to do. Each team will be assigned one of those traditional letter grades based on the extent to which they've exceeded, met, or fallen short of reasonable expectations coming into the season. Since those expectations are the driver, it's not as simple as grading each team's record in a vacuum. A team with a winning record can still be an objective disappointment thus far, just as a below-500 squad can qualify for the honor roll. You know how this works. Now. Teams of MLB assume the position. Diamondbacks. Grade A. The upstart D backs lead what's a pretty tough NL West right now. While the club was expected to take a step forward this season, bettering the Dodgers and Padres was very much not expected. Don't forget this club lost 110 games in 2021. Corbin Carroll is putting together a deeply impressive rookie campaign. Braves Grade A The Braves are running away with the NL East and are lined to hoist that particular flag for a sixth straight year. If recent trends hold, Atlanta will soon have the best record in all of baseball. Orioles Grade A The O's looked primed to slip back to earth after their surprise run at contention in 2022 but there have been no such signs of that thus far in 2023. Right now, Baltimore is in line to make the playoffs for the first time since 2016. Red Sox Grade C Yes, they're in last place in the division. However, they're on pace to improve upon last year's record, and thus far only the Yankees have played a tougher schedule in 2023. Cubs Grade C The Cubs are below .500, yes. However, if you look at run differential and even deeper indicators, you can argue that the Cubs have been the fundamentally strongest team in the NL Central. As well, they've played the toughest schedule of any NL Central team thus far. Don't be shocked if they rise to first place at some point in the second half. White Sox Grade D+. That the White Sox are not presently buried in the divisional standings is a reflection of the wholly uninspiring nature of the AL Central. Since an awful first month of the season, the Sox have been a .500-ish team. Reds Grade A The NL Central is a weak division, but it's still fairly shocking to see the Reds in first place this late in the year. The rotation remains a big question mark, especially from a health standpoint, but the arrival of Ellie de la Cruz and the return of Joey Votto help matters. Guardians Grade C- The guards continue to have one of the best front offices in the game today but his ownership's continued refusal to spend finally catching up to them? Broadly speaking, Cleveland can't hit the ball hard, which leads to the lack of offensive production. Rockies Grade C- Little was expected of baseball's weirdest team and little has been provided. A second-straight last-place finish and a second-straight 90-loss season seems inevitable. At this writing, only the A's have a worse run differential this season. Tigers Grade C+. The Tigers are still in the early stages of a post-Al Avila rebuild, build, which means little was expected this season. That said, they're in third place and something of a quasi-threat in the AL Central. Astros. Grade C. The reigning world champs were not so long ago renowned for their pitching depth, but injuries and departures have flipped that particular script. There's still plenty of time for them to find something close to their expected level, but their current reality is second place. Royals. Grade D. It's not exactly surprising that the Royals are bad, But no team should be in proximity of Oakland's record this season. The rebuild in KC is not going especially well so far. Angels Grade B+. The 23 Halos are certainly no juggernaut, but by the franchise's recent standards THS season has been fairly successful thus far. Famous for squandering the peak years of Mike Trout and Shohei Otani, the Angels right now are in line for their first winning season since 2015 and in the mix for their 1st postseason berth since 2014. That's progress. Dodgers Grade C The Dodgers are a modern juggernaut, and it wouldn't be the least bit surprising if they find their way to the top of the NL West yet again. For now, though, they're barely on pace to top 90 wins and are stuck in wildcard status. For this franchise, that's a disappointment. Marlins Grade A The Marlins have heavily outplayed their run differential and that raises concerns that regression is coming. To date, though, they've had a standout 2023. That's especially the case considering the fish weren't expected to be relevant coming into the year. Brewers Grade, B- You can ding the brewers because they're lugging around a negative run differential, but you can elevate them because they're tied for first place, albeit in the NL Central, and are above .500. Verdict, whatever. Twins Grade C- Sure, they're a first-place team, but, well, it's the 2023 AL Central, which could shape up to be perhaps the worst division in the history of such things. The Twins in terms of roster investment are trying, at least by the standards of their division, but their efforts have not yielded the desired results. Mets Grade F Coming off a 100-win season in 2022 and now boasting the largest payroll in MLB history, the Mets find themselves in line for a losing season. The 2023 season has provided us with a number of conspicuously disappointing teams, but right now the Mets tower above all. Yankees Grade C On the one hand, the Yankees are in playoff position, albeit barely, and have played the toughest schedule to date in all of MLB. On the other hand, they're way back in the AL East race and hovering near fourth place. This flawed lineup badly needs Aaron Judge back. Athletics Grade C- While ownership and the top line execs get a resounding F for their cynical and life-fueled operations, the roster they destroyed is faring about as expected, which is to say, the team is terrible. They've lifted themselves out of the worst-team-in-history pace they were on for some time, and now the A's are merely miserable. Phillies Grade C- The reigning NL champs were expected to be in the thick of the NL East race, especially after Inking Tree Turner. However, things haven't played out that way. The fills have clawed their way back above .500, but they still have a negative run differential and are out of playoff position. Pirates Grade C+. Overall, it's looking like a bug-standard recent Pirates season, but perhaps giving it a stronger whiff of disappointment is that the Corsairs were a robust 20-9 coming out of April. They've since found their level in a disappointing way. Padres Grade F There's still time for the Padres to reverse course and make the postseason again, but thus far 2023 has not gone swimmingly. In light of the Padres' heavy, and laudable, roster investments in recent years, including the splash signing of Xander Bogaerts this past winter, a losing record this late in the season is a massive disappointment. Giants Grade A The Giants are not an exciting team as such things go, but at the midpoint they have been a good team. Contrary to expectations, the Giants are neck-and-neck with the Dodgers in the NL West standings, well ahead of the Padres, and in playoff position. Mariners Grade D Fresh off their 1st postseason appearance since 2001, the M's no doubt hope to contend once again. However, GM Jerry Dipoto didn't do enough this past winter to address the team's offensive holes, and right now they're below 0.500. Cardinals Grade F Coming off a 93-win season and a division title in 2022, the Cardinals were heavily favoured to prevail in the NL Central once again. Instead, they find themselves in last place and thus far unable to undo the damage done from their 10-24 start to the season. They're at risk of enduring a losing season for the first time since 2007. Rays Grade A Some of the shine has come off since the Rays' tremendous start to the season, and that's in part because of a crippling run of pitching injuries. Even so, The Rays stand atop the brutal AL East and for the moment have the best record in MLB. Rangers Grade A+. While there are some signs of offensive regression going on, the current reality is that the Rangers right now lead their division and boast the best run differential in all of baseball. Blue Jays Grade B- The Jays in playoff position at this writing in the competitive AL wildcard derby, but more was expected of them this season. Alec Manoa's disastrous 2023 thus far has played a leading role in those relative struggles. There's still a great deal of roster talent in place, so the Jays figure to be playoff threats all year. Nationals Grade C There's not a great deal to say here. As a consequence of their teardown, the Nationals were expected to be a bad team, and indeed they are a bad team. Call it a minor source of uplift that the Nats are not presently the worst team in the National League.